Greetings and salutations, digital world. Welcome back to another episode of Spliced In Later, the first of our many reviews for this week, if all goes according to plan. Now, this is one that I did not expect to see, let alone review. It is coming from a place where very rarely do I not even know that this film is even in production, who's in it, anything about it, until I see trailers about it, and even then, it was coming from a place of something that I had, not that I had no interest in, but just something that I was unfamiliar with, so didn't really feel the need to see. But then, of course, word of mouth started to spread that this movie might actually be good and might actually be worth seeing. And, you know, if you're running a movie podcast and you're supposed to review movies, you got to see some sometimes, even ones that you aren't planning to see, even ones that aren't sequels, prequels, reboots, remakes, all of that. So a friend of mine got a group of us together. We've gone and seen the film. So today, very surprisingly, I'm here to talk to you about the new film, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat has been out for a week, I believe. I believe advanced screening started last week. And word of mouth has gotten around that this movie is a really, really, really effing good time. Now, as I just said, I'm unfamiliar with Mortal Kombat. I, I know that it exists. I know it is a property. I know that it is a fighting game. And I know that it is a very popular fighting game. But I have never played a single game. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what the plot is of Mortal Kombat, the games, if indeed there is any. I don't know if it's just a fighting game. I don't know if there's a story behind it. I don't know what... Are the ups and downs of the fighting game? Are the fighting people super-powered? Are they aliens from another world? Not really. I Not that I was never interested. I just, when it comes to playing games, again, I focus more on the movie side of things. Which means if you come around and look at the games I've got, which are very few, you will find they are mostly Lego games that are versions of movies. Star Wars, Harry Potter, Jurassic World, all of them. Other than that, Crash Bandicoot, uh, the assorted Star Wars games, some Red Dead Redemptions. Other than that, not particularly fussed. The closest thing I've got that is a fighting game is Injustice, Gods Among Us, which is the basically the Mortal Kombat world, but for DC characters. And this is where I've got my tiny bit of Mortal Kombat knowledge, is that some of those characters were downloadable. Uh, were, I think there were Scorpion, Raiden, Sub-Zero... But again, I also didn't focus too much on special downloadable content, which means I saw their pictures on the game, but I never played as them because I couldn't be bothered to download them because I was irrelevant, indifferent to them. I didn't care. I bought Injustice to play as Batman and Deathstroke and all of them. Raiden, I don't know who that is. I don't really care. The only other knowledge I have of Mortal Kombat is that I know that in the past, some movies have come out and oh boy, are they... Not good, apparently. I've not seen them, but I've seen some recaps of them. I've seen some clips. A very popular YouTube channel that reviews movies, one of the people in there summed it up brilliantly, which is that the old Mortal Kombat movie is the movie that everybody pretends to like, apparently. But really, it is not good stuff. Um, And whether that was because it was the content that was hard to adapt into a movie, whether it was just that the movie was bad itself was debated for many years. So this movie coming out essentially decides once and for all if that movie was bad because of the content or because the movie was just very badly done. So because of that indifference to the Mortal Kombat world, because of that reputation of the old movies, I did not know that this movie was being made. 
until I went to see Godzilla vs. Kong and a trailer for it went at the start. And then people started going, oh, we got to see that movie. we got to see that movie. And I went, yeah, all right. I was prepared for the fact that if someone asked me to go see this movie, I would go see it. But that I wouldn't go out of my way to or do what I normally do, which is to organize a night with some friends to go and see it. So then I can get excited about talking about it here on the podcast and get ready to decide if I'm going to put it on my top 10 movies of 2021 or buy DVDs to add it to the collection. This was a movie where I went, if I see it, it's just because I want to hang out with some friends. And of course, lo and behold, one of my friends put us all together and and off we went. And I, I thought about doing some research about Mortal Kombat before going, but I was told in no uncertain terms that it doesn't matter whether you are familiar with the games or not. Mortal Kombat is very notoriously not necessary to have a plot to have a good time and to just 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 roll with it. You probably won't know who the characters are. You probably won't know all the references to the games. There's probably one or two that you will get just because you'd have to live under a rock to not know things like fatality and get over here and all, all of that jargon. But yeah, so I've just come back from seeing it. And what do I think? Well, let me tell you right now that I haven't seen many movies this year, but right now Mortal Kombat is the best movie that I have seen for 2021. For one very specific reason is that it is as what has been lovingly described by other movie reviewers in the past, it is complete schlock. It is big, dumb, silly fun, which doesn't rely on it being this artsy-fartsy movie with a purpose and a drama and a story or or whiz-bang special effects or anything like that that's guaranteed to win awards or make people talk or be go down in history as one of the most influential movies of all time. This Mortal Kombat is just an hour and a half of over-the-top action, bloody violence, very over-the-top characters and personalities, tons of different fighters doing different things, a very, very minimalistic plot. Now, don't get me wrong, there is a plot here. I'm not knocking the movie by saying there's not a plot. There is just enough of a plot here that you understand the point of the movie and why people are doing the things that they're doing. But doesn't take much more than that, which is great because when you're trying to comprehend all the different characters and all the different things and all they can do, you don't want to then be trying to focus on some big extravagant plot. You want what's in front of you to make sense. And boy, does it make sense for the most part. There was one point in this movie where I did accidentally out loud say, what the fuck is going on? But that was at a point where a character had literally appeared out of thin air with a boomerang super disc hat and had hurled it at this this woman with these lips that were bloody and mangled and all that. And I was going, hey, hey now, I, I, I don't understand. But not in a bad, I hate this movie sort of way, in a this, this is, this is absolute bonkers insane, but I'm loving it. I know as bad as much as Mortal Kombat coming out as I did going in, I know these names now and I know these characters. I couldn't tell you if they were accurate to the video game or not. But from who I've spoken to afterwards, it does seem like it. Some liberties have been taken, specifically with our main character, but otherwise the essence of Mortal Kombat is there. And from what I can see and what I can hear as well, this is nothing like the old Mortal Kombat movies of past. This is an accurate, on-the-nose movie that respects Mortal Kombat and tells the story and gives it justice, but also makes it a fun, schlocky, action, pulpy, silly, extravagant film that anyone can have fun with, whether you're a Mortal Kombat fan or not. The very, very loose plot, and what is interesting is that the main character of this movie is apparently not a character from the video games, not 
one of the famous people like Scorpion or Raiden or Sub-Zero. You will hear me say those three names quite often because they're the ones I'm most familiar with. No, it is a new character called Cole Young, played by Lewis Tan. He is essentially our window to the Mortal Kombat world. He is a MMA fighter who just loves his family and just wants to make some money. He's not even suffering for any personal demons or baggage or anything like that. He's just a guy who just goes and does some MMA fighting for money. But then he's caught up in this crazy thing because he has this mark on his skin and he comes across another fellow called Jax who also has the mark on his skin. And Jax is the gateway to open up to a whole world where he discovers that there are a whole bunch of people with these marks on their skins, which means they are chosen to be participants in the tournament called Mortal Kombat, which is basically a tournament, I am assuming, for the soul of the world, essentially, whether it's going to be run by good people or bad people. Demons want to take over the world or or gods or devils or whatever the heck they are from other world, outworld. Earth Realm is our world. They've won nine out of ten Mortal Kombat tournaments. They just gotta win one more, and apparently they get the Earth Realm. But they've decided they don't want to do the Mortal Kombat. They just wanna kill everybody before there's even a tournament, and then they win by default, which means they gotta kill all the fighters, which means they go after Cole Young. Cole then meets up with some other characters, Sonya Blade and Kano specifically, who join him on his quest to eventually go to the home base. <laughs> where he meets up with the Raiden, the, the leader of the, the god good guys, and, and a few other, Lee Kung, and some other people. The names escape me as I speak right now. But very interesting characters with very unique powers. And it turns out that if you've got this mark, then you have inside you an Arcano, which is a special ability, and you have to unlock it. And the abilities are what make it fun, this movie. You can have flamethrowers, you can have lightning, you can have ice powers, you can have super strong strength, flying, lasers, anything like that. It's all up for grabs. Everyone's power is different. So, of course, Cole and his fellow fellow companions have to try and unlock their Arcano in time to stop the villains from breaking the rules and killing them all and, and taking over the world. That's it. That's basically it. Cole is the usual, I, I don't understand, I can't, I'm the underdog, I can't access my Arcano, I, I feel out of place among all these other people. But eventually, he will, of course, be the hero that everybody wants him to be. And I really like seeing Louis Tan in this lead role. I think Louis Tan is quite a good martial arts style actor. I think he would be great in a lot of these sorts of movies. He uh, look in terms of acting, the acting in this movie ranges from okay to uh, hilariously bad to hilariously funny. There's, it's everybody's having fun with the movie. I think Louis Tan is very flat. I will say that it's very one note his character and his motivations and things. He doesn't express too much, but I think that's because he's supposed to be us. He's the straight man. He's the one who's taking in this world because boy does everyone else around him have larger than life personalities. I really liked all the different characters and all all the different powers and things they had. I was intrigued by a lot of them. Uh, there was a point towards the end of the movie where a whole bunch of characters just keep getting introduced, mainly for the bad side, and I just had to accept that these are characters from the video game, and I don't really need to know their backstories or motivations or anything like that. I just need to know that they are the bad guys. It's the good guys, the characters on the good side of the Mortal Kombat, 
which you follow and get to know their personalities and their powers and whatever. And they're unique in a same, in the way that a fighting game always has very unique characters. You've got the the super disciplined martial art fighters. You've got the army military tough brutes. You've got the anti-hero swearing jerky characters. You've got the, the tough sassy women. All of that, they're all in here and they're all played interestingly by actors who I have not seen in a lot of movies. I've seen as a lot of side characters, supporting characters in other movies. I've seen them on TV shows, but there's no huge big name in here to steal the show from everybody. I think the biggest name in here is Hiroyuki Sonata, who plays Scorpion. He is probably one of the more well-known of the actors. He's been in a ton of stuff, the Wolverine, 47 Ronin, a whole bunch of different things. But he's also, uh, he takes a backstage to Lewis Tan and everybody. He's there, he's a part of the plot, but he doesn't steal the plot from everybody until he needs to because Scorpion is one of those apparently legendary characters. Legendary enough that even I knew about him. So naturally, when he does show up on screen, he is going to steal the show, but they do it in a way where it's important to the story. Of the villain side, Sub-Zero, he's the most villainous. He's the big antagonist everybody has to overcome. He's fun to watch. He's... Very one note in terms of what he wants to do, but his powers are utterly terrifying and it was a little creepy to see him sneaking up on people and stabbing people with ice and all that. Aside from Lewis Tan on the good side, McCad Brooks plays Jax. Jax was an interesting character. who's he's, He does the job of getting Cole into the world. We also have, I don't remember the actress's name because I wasn't paying attention to the credits, but Sonya Blade is also fun. She is the fish out of water in the story because she doesn't have a mark, but she still wants to participate. So she has to overcome all of that sort of stuff, some prejudice, some demons, everything there. But without a doubt, the star of the movie for me who absolutely steals the show is Kano, played by Josh Lawson. Kano is the the snarkiest, jerkiest, love-to-hate character that I've ever seen, really, played viciously funny. He is, is very Australian, for one thing. He is the full-on Bogan Australian that you've seen in most of those jokey YouTube vids. That swear words every other second, calling people Sheilas and Galahs. Some funny side notes. The comedic delivery done here by Joss Lawson, though, is just spectacular. Mostly everything he said was was at range from giggles to laugh-out-loud funny. He had some asides, the way he observed what was going on around him. He stole pretty much nearly every scene he was in, to a point where when he wasn't in a scene, I did find myself thinking, what's Kano up to? I want to see what's going on with him. I didn't expect to. The first couple lines when he spoke, I went, oh, wow, okay, yep, he's going the full obligatory Australian. But somehow, before his first scene even ended, I believe it was a point where he got into a fight with something, and the way he summed up the end of that fight was just wonderfully funny to watch and I absolutely enjoyed that so if nothing else you will absolutely get a laugh and you will love or despise or love to hate this Kano character because he was just absolute ball to watch and he had had a grin on my face the whole time which was great as I said this is a schlocky film and it is schlocky in such a good way this is one of those films you can go and you can be having a terrible day you can go and you cannot be in the mood for something heavy with a plot or anything like that. This is just an hour and a half of fun. Some very over-the-top violence. There's, of course, tons of blood splatter, uh, snapping of bones, heads being slashed open, arms ripped off, everything in here. 
it's not over the top in terms of consistency. So it's not constantly just violence, 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 violence. It is doled out between moments of, of talking and, and jokes and all of that stuff. When it gets down to the violence, though, it's that silly deadpool type humor violence, which is so sillily over the top that you laugh or you go, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Which, of course, I believe is an acknowledgement to the game. There are a few lines in here like flawless victory, get over here, which even if you haven't played the games, you know immediately, ah, that's that's from the game. The music as well was tremendous. I assumed in certain bits I could say I feel like this is like a jazzed up version of the music from the game, but it's got a very 90s motif to all the music, most likely because Mortal Kombat came out in the 1990s. But it's very groovy. It's very very amping up to a point where you are invested in the fights going on. In some instances where I've talked to people after listening to the music and seeing the film, they've gone home and immediately played Mortal Kombat because they've just been so hyped up and enjoyed by the things they've seen and hear that they want to get back into that fighting game world, which I can understand. If I had Mortal Kombat, it's very possible that I would be cracking it open and playing it because I'm certainly riding a, a very fun high from seeing this movie. Overall, this is it's a shock to me how much I've enjoyed it, especially because I was so indifferent to it. But this is one of those fun, silly movies. It's not a bad movie. If you hear people say, oh, it's fun because it's bad. No, if you want to, it's bad Mortal Kombat movie, watch the original Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. This is genuinely a solid movie for what it wants to present to you. In the same way that Godzilla vs. Kong is a solid movie because what it presents to you is Godzilla fighting Kong. As long as it delivers that, then it's achieved its goal, making it a good movie. This movie, its goal was to present a live-action Mortal Kombat game on the big screen with all the characters, all the fighting, all the blood, all the carnage, all the -the over-the-top personalities. And it's all here, and it's all marvelous to take in and a really fun time to be had. As I said, shockingly, it is the best movie I've seen this year. It's topping my top 10 movies of 2021, which isn't much to say when I've only seen four movies that count as 2021 releases, but it still earns its place up there. This isn't one of those, oh, I haven't seen enough movies, so I guess Mortal Kombat is number one. In a regular year of movies, there's something special about this kind of schlocky, silly fun that is memorable. You will remember seeing Mortal Kombat. You will remember having fun watching Mortal Kombat. And that's why it deserves to have its place in top tier movie form and to be enjoyed. And you should have no shame in saying that you enjoy something like this. The movie gets a 9 out of 10 from me. Absolutely. I will be buying it on DVD when it comes out. I will be keeping it on the top 10s until unless there's a major upset. And who knows, maybe I'll dive into the Mortal Kombat games. Uh... I feel like I've got a lot to catch up on, but I'm intrigued. I'm interested, which means that Mortal Kombat the movie also achieved that goal too. So well done. Fantastic stuff. There I hope you enjoyed my review. Very surprising that I enjoyed it. Uh, But that's what's great about some movies is that you can plan out to see all sorts of movies, whether or not COVID's shuffling them around or not. But you can have a list of 20 plus movies that you want to see in the year and then something else just pops up in your radar that you weren't even aware of that just surprises you of how good it is. Sometimes it can be a drama thing like 1917, or sometimes it can just be a fun, schlocky night out with your friends watching a really enjoyable, funny movie like Mortal Kombat. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend giving it a go. 
it's definitely worth checking out for all people. I think it's a really fun time and you will not be disappointed if you go and see it. Well, thank you for listening to me. That was fun. Uh, I guess I'll be back tomorrow because I'm going to see another movie tomorrow. I won't reveal what that is. You'll just have to check in tomorrow to see what it is. But it's it's a good week for movies. It's, it's, it's almost like I've seen nearly all the movies that I could have seen in 2020. So we're progressing. We're moving up. We're... We're getting back to some sort of normal, which is fantastic. Alrighty, I'll wrap it up. I'll just say Mortal Kombat one more time. Fun time, definitely see it. And I will check in with you all tomorrow with another movie review. But as usual, I love you all and appreciate you listening. Stay safe. You've been spliced in later. Adios, muchachos. I'll catch you next time.